BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. Getting recognized by Wallet Hub, but uh, this one isn't so fabulous. Nebraska has some of the highest overall taxes in the country. Yeah, that's always been that way. Not a lot of people, a lot of space. Mm-hmm. Nebraska has the eighth highest taxes when considering state and local tax rates. Yeah. Um, so Nothing new. It's been like that for so long. It's interesting when you stack it up against other places. I think you just assume that you're, you know, like... You're Omaha, so it's going to be low. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. yeah, I think there would be that misconception of like, well, Nebraska, it's got to be good. And they're like, no. Um, Alaska like has the it. lowest overall. I feel like since every every other place is going to hell in a handbasket, it's worth mm-hmm. it. <laughs> High taxes. Like that'll keep them away. Yeah. Right. Because like everyone's moving. Uh-huh. Everyone's looking for a new place to go. Yeah. I was talking to somebody who wants to buy a house in uh, Iowa all because of the taxes. Really? Yeah. Because oh it's a Iowa? better tax. Uh, Lower taxes, yeah. Iowa is higher than us. Is they, it really? Well, yeah. Good, I'll inform them of that. Um, Illinois is has the highest. Illinois Follow- has the highest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Illinois sucks. Um, Illinois has the highest. Connecticut, New York, Pennsylvania, Kansas, Iowa, Ohio, Nebraska. Okay. So basically, you know, we're surrounded. Good but work. yeah, Iowa... Iowa beats us out when it comes to uh, their tax rates, and not in a good way. Uh, We got Big East championships going on this week. Creighton men's basketball got a three seed. They'll be playing out in Madison Square Garden, and they also got a really cool uh, little uh, accolade, a Creighton center. Ryan uh, Kalkbrenner, he won the Big East Defensive Player of the Year for the second straight season. He is. He's awesome. He's giant. So it's the first, he's the first player to win back-to-back Big East Defensive Player of the Year awards. Well, congrats. I saw him when Since Kyrie. On, on the bus when they, uh, when he got word and the bus just went crazy. That's awesome. Seven foot one. Yeah. yeah. You should see photos <laughs> of him. He was at uh, Clancy not long ago for some type of Creighton deal and holy lord. Seven one two fifty. Jeez, that's a, that's, that's a, a big, he doesn't look two fifty. Well, yeah, because he's seven one. That's a lot of that's a lot of spreading it out. I want to see what it'd be like if I got to wear his suit. Ugh. Like put his blazer on me. Comes I down would to your look calves. like the guy from the Talking Heads. <laughs> and you may find yourself. Same as ever was. Well, how long would his treasure trail be? <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, this good is, Lord! This no, is. I thought it was his pleasure trail. <laughs> that too. Or glory trail. I thought it was a glory trail. Glory trail. (laughs) Glorious. Congratulations to him, though, and good luck to those guys. I think they're they're, uh, going uh, Thursday, right? Yeah, uh, either Villanova or Georgetown, whoever wins that that game. But um, Nebraska plays tomorrow um, in the Big Ten tournament. They're going up against uh, Minnesota. So that'll be tomorrow's basketball action. Lego sales 
Man, everybody is apparently buying Legos. For themselves, right? Adults. <laughs> yes. They're not cheap either. Um, though Lego has done a good job of keeping things within a certain amount of price point. I think they know the, you know, the standard issue um, set for like, you know, you get invited to a birth, the kid's birthday party. And you're like, I want to spend X amount. And they're like, great, we've got an entire selection this amount, but they did raise prices. I mean, a lot of people, though, adults now buy them and they make them and they they never take them apart. They put it on Uh the wall. You know, they display it like they're um, the guy from 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's it's different. Um, Do you have any Legos at home, Jeff? Do you? No. Okay, all right. (laughs) I don't know why not. (laughs) I know. There's there's a Lego Millennium Falcon for $849. Dude, come on, live life. Yeah, I used a, to joke, I would joke that when the kids were young and I'd go to Toys R Us and go on the Lego aisle looking for something to buy the kids, and I would stare at them and be like, I could technically go home and play with that absolutely. Lego castle. Absolutely, yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Why not? That would be foolish. <laughs> Come on. I remember once, because when I was a little, little kid, I used to build models, model airplanes. And this was a while ago, but it was down in Tulsa on a whim. I was like, I should... As an adult now with money, I should go buy a model airplane and go home and paint it. And I went to the store <laughs> with breathless excitement and bought the turpentine, the paint, the brushes. Yeah, like when we were kids. All the stuff you need because I'm starting from scratch again. And then mm-hmm. I went out and bought a fighter plane and went home. And <laughs> 10 minutes in, I'm like, bored. this is nothing to me. Like You were bored? Pushed away from the table, <laughs> never touched it again, <laughs> held onto it with... You know, out of guilt and then threw it away with shame <laughs> in, like, a month. Just I think, sad. It was a sad moment. It was like you're trying to recreate uh, a childhood moment. Well, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think, Jeff, all boys, all guys do that at least once. I remember doing it with a car once. and the like, whole a model, idea, like a model car. A model car and the whole. But, see, the models have changed. Um, the model I got was, like, snapped together. It wasn't like it was. Oh, it was that kind. Yeah. They're, yeah they, like, they have different sucks. kinds. My son uh-huh. is way into that stuff. Is he? Not the Legos or the models? Legos and the models. Okay. I mean, he's uh, a ship builder. Like he oh. uses the, the glue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see like the glue. It, like he, and, um, he and my husband uh, have built uh, ships together. Like the, the, what was it, the Missouri? Okay. The, yeah, the big of, battleship. Yeah, the big battleship. That's he where loves the, the battleship. surrendered to the United States on the deck mm-hmm. of the USS Missouri. He really uh-huh. wants the Bismarck. Is he going to be a, uh, a shipmate someday in the Navy? He wants to. Uh, he's very interested in the Navy. Very cool. He, yeah, he's very interested in um, in boats and, and ships and loves I was, watching. I was just telling Party, I read the bio of UNL's president, Ted Carter. I had no idea. I don't think anyone did. He's an yeah. ex-Navy man. He has the record for the most carrier landings ever of a naval aviator. That guy's cool. a man. Like, that's some maverick stuff. He landed on an aircraft carrier um, at sea. Over like 2,000 2, times. times. Yeah. That's wow. the record. You should and he was like chest. from the War College, and he's a um, vice admiral and a big-time Navy man. Went to the uh, Naval Academy. Does Declan want to go to the Naval Academy? Yeah, he wants to go to Annapolis, but okay. um, not with how he's doing in math. He won't be. He Ted won't Carter be was the captain anywhere. of the hockey team at the Naval Academy. See, he's a what? real, he's a man. He's a damn man. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, his chest is amazing. The I'm talking about the medals, not his chest. The Captain Crunch stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a real man. You gotta love those uniforms. Why don't you just buy Declan a bunch of Navy stuff and have him just wear that all the time? Well, didn't he's he gone to as wear... a Navy officer. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'm like our, all the time. Our friend um, was a Navy pilot, um, and he was an officer. Okay, and and so he's let Declan borrow some of his stuff. Do you know what he flew? What did he fly? Uh, no, I don't. I, I, I should, but I, I, I don't. Apparently but he flew he was a, a, a fighter jet. I mean. Yeah, that, I think that stuff is he fascinating. He was stationed down near Pensacola okay. for a while, and then they, then they were stationed in Italy, in, in Sicily, which okay. I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, there's a big naval base there. Like, a, a, and so that was, you know, part of their, part of their station, but they, they were a military family. They, you know, were deployed there, different yeah. places. That stuff's pretty exciting. I know it's it's neat, so it's like you know he's definitely uh, that's the thing. I'm like, do you want to be in the navy or do you just like uniforms? He's like, I like them both. That's a it's fun like, childlike thing. So I mean, me, me and my buddy Paul, when we were kids, we did build models of every fighter plane. It was because of the movie Top Gun. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but cool. Paul went to the Naval Academy. He went to Annapolis. I mean, he big brain, super what successful. What happened to you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What happened to you? Nice. All my buddies had big brains. So there are more and more robocalls that are lighting up cell phones, um, uh, and apparently it's been a, a noted increase. According to the FCC, um, one of the big things that you can do is just not answer them. Yeah, I <laughs> like don't answer them. I... That's like their big advice. Um, don't answer from blocked or unknown numbers. Don't answer calls from numbers you don't recognize, and don't assume an incoming call is really from a local number just because it's got that area code. 402 so, for us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you guys don't answer, right? I... Every once in a while I do, and it always happens like when I'm like expecting a call. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I'm waiting to hear back from the kid's doctor or something like that. And so like a number will come then up. Then you don't like, know. Yeah. Sure. Then you answer, and they're like, oh, my God, a person. I've got you. Hey, have you ever thought about it? I'm like, hang up. I just, I can't with, I mean, it's it's definitely... Annoying. I never. I mean, I would say that I probably only I answer. answer maybe one or two percent of all um, phone calls, even when you recognize the number. <laughs> I mean, I've got my the ringer is just the fault turned off. Okay, yeah. So, you so just I miss usually them. have to call yeah. you back. Yeah, it's always a miss. But does call. anybody ever leave messages either? I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm not, no, usually the no. message is the missed weird? call. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you don't leave a message. You, It's just you see that that person called. But see, I don't call back if there's no message because I, I figured that if it was a message, there's a reason to call back. I just... I'll usually follow up with a text. Okay, you call. Answer. All right. Like, I'll call. I won't necessarily leave a message, but I will follow up with a text. Like, hey, call me when you get a chance or blah, blah, blah. Because I never, I mean, listening to voicemails, it's like It's like pain, painful for you or something. <laughs> Okay. I don't know why. And it's even got that transcribe thing on it, too. I love that. I know. That's a Those are really nice. Me? And you can just read it. Like, yeah. great. <laughs> That's it. We're back. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. On Channel 941. Give it to us. <laughs> Kanye back on social media, and he is asking for uh, the people that stop by to put the content. He put up a photo, and 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 he simply wrote, write a caption. So I think he's right. 
easing himself back in slowly. He looks sure. happy. Um, and how were know. the comments? Were they did they were they savage? all over the place? Yeah, some of them were just like, you know, I mean, as as wide open as you would imagine the Kanye West comment spectrum would be. People who were like, "I love you, welcome back to <laughs> Go Pound Sand." I saw um, people also on the other side of the spectrum. People were um, alarmed by um, Northwest her TikTok feed. You know, because um, it's her. She's dancing to rap rap music you know the little girl yeah they're saying like the lyrics are kind of messed up but i don't know i mean isn't everybody's kids doing that it seems like especially celebrities they just people just watching it they're like well kanye is gonna blow a gasket on this one yeah Yeah, well he doesn't like her being right on on tiktok like that's been a big sticking point i mean do you blame him no i don't i but at the same time you know your her mother is kim kardashian Oh, yeah. I mean, know who you married and who you parent with. I mean, there's also just where, you know, this is probably part of the reason why Kim and Kanye at the end of the day aren't going to work out because they just have very different viewpoints. I I guess as a parent, I'd be I I could get his concern with the I would be more concerned with the comment section with my kids because they're famous. Yeah. They're going to mm-hmm. get so many more eyes on them where, all right, whatever they're doing on their phone in their bedroom and dancing, they're going to have their own little small circle. But if my kids, I'm a celebrity, everyone, I'm like, man, I don't know if they're, they got the, they're going to get preyed on by jerks. Yeah, I don't think they're, and they're comments. too young for that. Yeah. They're just too young. Hopefully they, I, I've never checked, but hopefully maybe they shut the comments off. You know how sometimes you can do yeah. that where uh-huh. it's like you just silence the comments and oh, it's just take it as it is. The whole a better place if the comment section was turned off. Absolutely. <laughs> I love the comment section. <laughs> um, Ireland Baldwin is having a baby. You know, so she's the daughter of uh, Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger. And um, she had, the reason I bring it up is because uh, she had a very interesting baby shower. It was strip club themed. Mm. Um, I've been to a lot of different baby showers in my life, but I would definitely say this is a first. Um, so how, how it was just male strippers? I'm assuming, right? No, girl strip club theme. Okay. Um, right. So the cake was like it had this doll um, and, and a and a toilet <laughs> and bottles toilet. of champagne. She was wearing lingerie. Um, and the the cake said, baby's first strip club. So they I mean, had it at just, a strip club? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, all of her friends, like Rumor Willis was there, a bunch of people. I mean, you know, she's a celebrity kid, so there was a lot of, but yes, I mean, it, it's definitely like, I have seen a lot of different themes for baby showers, but a uh, Hello Kitty the, balloon the at a strip one. club is, that's a new one for me. <laughs> now, why is it? At, at a strip club, I guess. I, that's how they wanted to okay. have it, I yeah. guess. So that's that's what they did. Uh, Creed Three made history. It's the highest grossing opening for a sports movie ever. How much did it make? $100 million worldwide. Um, so that, uh, I mean, it opened... Creed three opened to a franchise record of fifty eight point six million. That's the highest debut ever for a sports movie. Okay, and then it crossed the nine figure mark globally because it brought in like a hundred million worldwide. I guess it. Um, the prior, uh, it was uh, the two thousand ten remake of the Karate Kid that held the record. 
Oh, was you're like, kidding wow, me. Wow, that is some real, you got to really go back to find that one. Avril Levine is uh, moving on from Mod Sun to Tyga. This makes him. me sad. It really does. Who's kissing Tyga? Mm-hmm. Avril Levine in Paris. Now, a year ago, April, um, she posted that Mod Sun had proposed to her in Paris under the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. So this is less than a year later. Ooh. She's in Paris kissing uh, Tyga. And yeah. Mod Sun's heartbroken, right? It hadn't been a year yet. So obviously Paris has an effect on Avril. Anyone get her near that Eiffel Tower? VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Lean in (laughs) and she'll close her eyes. Remember the window, the lean in and they flutter. Oh, here's a kiss. (laughs) <laughs> lean in, close your eyes, and you're like, "What are you doing? Nothing. Just resting my eyes." Have you ever my leaned in like that it. and close yeah, your yeah, eyes? No, we got to make that move. We got to do the lean. Yeah, you got to do the lean. We got to cross that minefield. But do you close your eyes first, or do you, <laughs> do you wait? Do you wait? Do you just? I think you need to leave. Leave your eyes open. Guys, our eyes are open because you're going in. Like, is this okay? Because if her eyes are big and scary, you're like, "Oh, wave off." It's like a carrier landing. Bolter, <laughs> bolter, bolter. Her eyes are wide open and getting bigger. Bad move. You didn't read the room. Uh, why do we close our eyes when we're making out? What is? <laughs> I guess what's so less freaky. uncomfortable. You open your eyes and their eyes are open too. Staring, your faces are really close together. Yeah, it's like watching somebody who's asleep and their eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are you looking at? Close your eyes and think about somebody else like I am. <laughs> Ouch! We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning. Welcome to the Big Party Morning Show. All right, so we're talking about how you can make a quick grand by eating cheese before you go to bed on test uh, your testing mattress. This is a mattress company? It's like a sleep company. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I guess they're looking for five uh dairy dreamers. It's a three-month study, okay. and they're accepting um, applications through, like, February 10th. But the five people who would be chosen will be asked to track their sleep and provide evaluations of their sleep quality and energy level after they, I guess, load up on <laughs> cheese before bed. <laughs> Think about all those places that do that. Like those, It used to be, like, Sentian Bioservices. Yes, they You know, they're yeah. all over the, the country in different locations where you get paid to take part in a study. Yeah. 
I mean, this one here, it's you get a thousand dollars if you got to stick to the whole thing. And right. You're just gonna eat some cheese before. You would be huh. doing sleep testing from March, going on for three months. Is it wow. worth? Is that worth a thousand dollars? I think so. All you're doing is eating cheese. Yeah, but I'm saying you're having to show up and do things. Oh no, I, I don't know. You don't. You don't know how many how many hours of time that is. Yeah, yeah, that could be some time. Because um, yeah, a lot of times know. those medical studies, they got it priced perfectly. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> the smoking. <laughs> All that stuff. Yeah, take this pill. You don't know. Maybe sometimes you're the placebo group. Right. Um, it's I've not usually the study things. that sucks. It's like having to do all the, like, you got to go check in. Yeah. Well. You've never taken part in any of those? I've things? never taken a part, but when I was. Smoking studies. Or... No, I, I've thought about it before. You know, back back when uh, I needed some cash or whatever. You know, you, you do do whatever for beer. <laughs> Sell blood. Give plasma. plasma. <laughs> Well, that's sort of the control group with all of these yeah. testing things. It's like, it's all people that, like, I, I kind of need an extra check. Extra, some extra dough. I remember the first time, when a long, this is a long time ago, I, I gave plasma. And I walk in there and I'm like, yeah, I never do this before. I just figured I'd do my duty and help people. They're looking at me like, no, you just need to pay no, dollars, buddy, don't they're, you? Yeah, exactly. They're like, you're I'm not. like, no, I don't actually. I, I'm here to A lot of people do, do, my do, good. do it for the goodness of yes, their heart. Yes, they do. They do. Um, like but my mine mom did it until um, they were like, you sh it's not healthy for you anymore. Okay. You know, you get to a certain age and they're like, no, you need your own blood. Yeah. <laughs> You're have the you, person that we're gathering blood for. Have you guys ever gave plasma before that? I have uh -uh. not. And I Dude, know. it's weird. So this is what you do. You go in there, you know, you got to do all the... I've I, given blood before, but not plasma. All right, plasma's bizarre because you sit at this machine... They pump your blood out, separate it um, from oh. the plasma, and then they put the blood back in. It's weird, and you squeeze a ball. And how much uh, did you get paid? Um, God, Jeff, it was probably 25 bucks or something like that for an hour, maybe an hour's worth. If you give plasma lately, just give us a call because that's been some time. Um, but it was like for an hour's worth of work, 25 bucks or something like that. But then I, did, I was doing it because I wanted beer money. And I'm being honest here. I just wanted some beer money. Maybe some money for some top ramen. You know, I was drinking beer. Yeah. We're young. They used to advertise you know. it like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, then I think there were, like, it. laws that, like, changed it. I, I remember back in the day, there were, there were, like, they would push it like that. Yeah. You go there once, and then I'm guessing that, for me, a second time, if, I, I don't know why I felt shame, but it was like, yeah, I knew it for the wrong reasons, I guess. But then, so I kind of never went back. Um, well, yeah, I I could see how you're like don't want to become a regular. Like, yeah, because like, you hey. can tell where you walk. Hey, Gary, have a seat. You're like, well, no. But there's only so many times you can go uh, within a when a period. I think it's like a few days or maybe a week, or uh, something like that. But yeah, I mean, once a week, quick hundred bucks. I just found a a, a website <laughs> called Policy Lab. What is? Yeah, okay. Um, and it's got the Nebraska chapter, and you can just scroll through these. Different areas, These different places. trials, and they're, like, really specific. Glaucoma treatment, clinical studies. Clinical study for people at risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. And you get paid. For <laughs> yeah, whatever, but I think most know. people are probably motivated, you but they qualify. also want to help. 
Yeah, they're you know, you're, afflic- you're afflicted by something on this list. Uh-huh. And you would like to help other people by going, well, I got it. They might as well. Might as well do it. Study yeah. me. Yeah, because mine, if when I, I remember. Like, if- why don't you sign up for this hepatitis B clinical study? Oh, my God. You got that hep B? <laughs> no. You got I don't. That. You're like, stop talking. <laughs> I'm more like to sign up for the uh, the night cheese. Mouth herpes? <laughs> mouth cheese. <laughs> I'm here for the mouth herpes, uh, herpes study. <laughs> They're like right this That's way. What you should say in the lobby. Come in real spitty and frothy. Oh. I'm here for that mouth herpes study. You got to study for enlarged genitals. <laughs> that scratch. You're like, I have such a big member. Um, do you have anything for that? They're like, yeah, get out of here, bud. Get out of here, sir. <laughs> you liar. I'm here for the giant dong clinical study. <laughs> My dog is so big. I have such a hard time. It just Boy. overwhelms people. They're like, get uh, out, get out. We saw only, your... <laughs> the only thing I would have done, and I've probably entertained the idea, would have been the smoking because, you know, you, you get to that level of going, I got to quit, I want to quit, I don't know how. So you start thinking, I'll just take it. They, they got a pill. They can pay me to quit up to $500 for the study. But then I realized I would fail that as well. So it's like I mean, you got to go Molly, the distance. Molly, you did that big drug that was the game changer. You yeah, tried it. Was it. A, I tried it, and mm-hmm. I did quit smoking, but it... Took its oh, toll. Right. I would never go back to that What was that, that stuff. sucker called that caused uh, murderous dreams? It um, was like, it was real life terrors. Yeah, no, it was awful. Life. Like, was, it was like, it was, like, a, it was seriously. People recognize, like, yeah. Chantrix. It's not Chantrix. 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 So you know Chantrix. that when that drug first came out, I'm sure there were a ton of well paid clinical studies where you got paid to take Chantrix. Yeah. Well, and it was crazy because. I took it when it was first coming out, right? And and it was sort of one of those things where they're like, yeah, there'll be some side effects. Like, you might have some abnormal dreams, but they didn't really go into it. And then it wasn't until I was on it for like a month. I couldn't get off of it fast enough. It wasn't until I was on it and I quit smoking and then I was having these like just... Molly, everybody was having those, I remember. Yes, yeah, and the then nightmare. I went on like Reddit or something and uh-huh. there were all these horrible stories from families where it was like... My son, you know, um, my husband or me, you know, all these people sharing these awful journeys that they went on. They're like, I don't smoke anymore, but I also don't have the will to live. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, that was a bad time. I forgot about all that. And I forgot that you took that as well. That was awful. And that's sad. That's how desperate you get when you want to quit smoking. It's had, well, it has such a pull on you. You're like, I'll do anything to quit. But deep down, f- you don't want to, but you want to. It's a weird thing, too. And that's Chantry. from our friends at uh, uh, Chantix. And that's Chantix. from our friends at Pfizer. <laughs> yes, thank you, Pfizer. Pfizer, Pfizer. we make everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get to uh, Molly's minute. And your call, you want to jump in? There's all kinds of things. Have you ever had night cheese before? Are you a lab rat? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a cheese? Night We got another doggone Tuesday going on up in here. <laughs> doggone Tuesday. No, no. Nebraska Main Society. We got Pam Weiss in here. Hi, Pam. Good morning. 
Yeah, we love dogs. You guys are so uh, chipper. We like cats. We like salamanders. You know, I could bring in a salamander sometime. You have salamanders up there? I don't currently, but we get in all kinds of stuff. We get in geckos, and we get in bearded dragons, and we oh, get really? in that kind of stuff. I don't so know that we've had too many in. Yeah, right now. I bet um, you that would be hot property, right? Stuff like lizards. I mean, because yeah. it's like a niche audience. Yeah, and... there are people that are like, oh, my gosh. And uh, the funniest story ever, which I won't go into great detail, but there was um, a one of our surrounding police um, uh, cities, not Omaha, um, there was a bearded dragon in the middle of the road, and the police did, and it was, you know, it's like four inches long or whatever, and the police don't know what it is. And clearly, they don't know it's poisonous or whatever, and so they're like, there's some kind of strange lizard in the middle of the road. Is it? Are they poisonous? I didn't know this. They're okay. not. Oh, okay, all right. They're not at all. That's but funny. the police don't know that, and they oh, don't yeah. know what this is. And so um, it was La Vista. And not, not to call anybody out, because it was really very cute. There was a photo that our animal control officer took. He pulled up, and they have, like, two police cars. Yeah, the guns are drawn. No, no guns. No, no, they were just surrounding this little bearded dragon who's sitting in the middle of the road sunning. And, um, and our animal control officer kind of was like, "It's yeah, it's, it's not poisonous. They don't really bite. They don't do anything. But good for the police for not, okay. you know, creating yeah. a problem for the animal and going, oh, it bit. Now it has to go into quarantine or whatever the deal yeah. is. So they did that. So the animal control officer just goes up and opens up a crate and goes, come on. And popped him in the crate and took him away. It was oh, just very, it was a very cute photo. And the La Vista actually put it out on their um it was it was several okay. years ago and they put it out on their Facebook what a nice page. Um, had those. That's great. Uh, Joel McHale has a new comedy show called Animal Control. Yes. That Is sounds like good? a scene out of Animal Control. Yes. Pro- it's very like, similar. It's like Parks and Recs and Community. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Funny. yeah. I have to check it out then. Absolutely. As, has it started? Because I saw the previews for it. And I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I'm the same thing. I watched some um, some clips, some teaser clips, though, and yeah. laughed at it. Because yeah, I saw the original funny. trailer, I'm like, oh, that looks dumb. And then it looks funny. Yeah, because they're teasing that like crazy during the Super Bowl and everything. So, it's a yeah. humane society. Is there, yeah. You guys get funny stories. I'm yeah. Sure. And, of course, Joel McHale can make anything funny. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just his timing and really. You but know, there must I, be so some funny. characters that work at the Humane Society, right? Does it oh, draw a fun oh, yeah. group? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And people that are, you know, that absolutely love animals. And there's some people that are, you know, are, are really comfortable handling kind of animals that other people may think are kind of scary or creepy. Yeah. You know, like big tarantulas and snakes Ugh. and stuff like that. And you, and had, you so got those too. We have people that we have people that are very reptile aficionado, and it's wonderful because then we yeah. have that niche that they can actually handle those animals and and you know yeah. and, and they're they're that's kind fascinating. Of I didn't know yeah, you got yeah, yeah. those kind of uh, animals as well. We that's get bunnies, nuts. we get birds, we get the occasional pot-bellied pig, you know? rabbits. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> you know, a goat or two every now and then. A goat? The goats are funny. We have to put them in covered kennels cuz they literally can leave. <laughs> Wow. wow. No, but I mean, like, oh. that surprises me that it would be a they humane. You out? would think that, like, it would go to a farm or something. Well, the, if it's if it's a bunch, then obviously we need to figure out what to do with them. But if it's just, like, one stray Roman goat, yep, animal control, pop them in and bring them to the shelter. And can, we try to let folks know, hey, if you're missing a goat in the area of block and block, uh, we've got him. So yeah. you can have okay. a goat in the city of Omaha in your backyard? So there are some areas you can. I think there's some areas that are grandfathered in, and then some you have to have, um, like, a like a livestock permit, and you have to be permitted. Okay. But, of course, obviously, you know, getting toward the county and acreages and, and that kind of stuff, and then there are areas in the city that, that they're grandfathered in as okay. well. Okay. Probably yeah. falls in that purview, like, when people wanted to have roosters and chickens and stuff. Right. And you can in the city. You can have roosters and chickens. Um, there, uh, You have to get a, a poultry permit for that. Okay. And you have okay. to have an appropriate My neighbor had them for a little bit. Yeah. You yeah. have to have permission of your neighbor? I 
Well, you he, should. He, uh, yeah, you should. <laughs> I didn't mind it because I always thought that roosters, like dummy me, only cock-a-doodle-doo when the sun comes up. and go, They do it all day long. And it's awesome because I didn't mind it. I didn't care. It's kind of fun. I felt like I was on a farm. Yeah, and, and yeah. it depends. I mean, some people... Obviously, it's like barking dogs. There's a noise ordinance. Mm-hmm. You can have roosters. Most people don't because yeah. they want the eggs and the chickens yeah. laying them. And you can have roosters, but then you do have to worry about your neighbors getting upset with the noise. So well, that's what I told them. Roosters. I yeah. said, I wouldn't worry about me. This is right mm-hmm. next door. Yeah. I'm leaving for work in the morning, and it's early, right? It's a nice spring day. The window's down. And I'm probably, I don't know, two blocks away. I'm like, you should worry about these people yeah. because you can hear them for two blocks away. It's right. insane. It's funny. In the summertime, yeah. we have some outdoor kennels that we put the, the chickens and the roosters in. And okay. you'll drive up to the shelter and you'll hear. Yeah. It's oh. cool. And it's like, oh, there's somebody back there. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I thought they only did it in the morning, right? Oh, dude, it's all day long. And, and all they day long. Do in the morning. But, yeah, they that's how they talk. So, yeah. you know. and They're very I didn't mind it because I was out. Uh, we, went, we went golfing during that big eclipse years ago. Uh-huh. What was that five years ago? The, whatever. Yeah, the, the yeah the giant one. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That everybody and came. We to... went down to golf in Lincoln, so it'd be a little bit closer because it was like south of Omaha. Yeah. And when that eclipse went off, like in the afternoon, whenever it did, we're on the golf course, and right as it went dark, the roosters. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. All went off like they thought it was dawn. Yeah. Oh. They probably did. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Uh, all right, We've so got, you, you brought somebody in yeah, here. I did actually bring a dog. I did not uh, bring a rooster or a goat in. I Jackie. brought a dog. Her Next name time. Is Jackie. Yes. Jackie's right. in the corner like, why aren't you talking about me? <laughs> you know, yes. She's over by the door just hanging out. Um, I love her. She's a black, she's a great dog. She's a black lab mix. She's about six years old. She's mm-hmm. been at the shelter a couple different times, and I'm not sure why. I mean, people's situations change, so I don't think it's that she's this yeah. terrible dog or something like that. Um, she's about six. She, um, she's a little round. She could probably use some more walking, which she loves to do. So Mm -hmm. she would be a great dog for somebody to get out and walk. Okay. Um, she is a little anxious in the shelter and then was kind of anxious in the car. She has settled here. Oh, she's totally chill. Yeah. So I think, I think when you meet her, she's going to come in hot and you're going to be like, whoa. And then as you, as you give her a chance to settle down, I think that she'll settle down nicely. I think the only thing on her bio says that she should be the only female dog in the house. Um, and she probably needs to meet other dogs. Okay. And, um, she is, um, she, but she'll, man, she'll do a, a couple walks a day and she'd love a backyard where she can kind of sniff and play. And run around um, a little came bit. Came into my office and snagged a toy, wanted to play with the doorstop here. So I think yeah. she's still got some get up and go. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Absolutely. Well, she's she looks girl. to me like a family dog. And Jackie, by the way, is on the first page at the mm-hmm. nehumanesociety.org under adopt. Uh-huh. Ooh, she's sure. right there, top of the page, first yep. page. What's ideal for like a young family? Do you want an older, experienced dog? Or do you need? Do you want a young spry dog that's going to grow with the kids? And well, you know, and sometimes a lot of people are like, well, I want a puppy that'll grow with my kids, which is great. But if you're potty training your kid and then you're also potty training your dog, that can be a lot. So yes. it's just something to think about in terms of what your what your timing is, what your environment can handle. Um, so sometimes getting a puppy that you can shape and work with, and the kids can take to obedience classes and really grow and have you know 15 years with is great. Other times for a first dog, some people are like, man, I don't want to deal with that. I want somebody that's already kind of a ready-made Yeah, that's pet. how I kind of feel like it looks like. It should be good with a family. looks yeah. like she could put up with 
Yeah, them wanting dog. to treat her like a horse. You know, sometimes <laughs> they pull on their ears. You want like an yeah. experienced dog that yeah. that'll be kind of like, okay, this is all good. So yeah, and I I think she's kind of a pretty friendly, and she knows how to get away. Okay. If somebody's like bugging her, she'll probably just go. I'm going over here. If there's a you know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking dog. about, don't you? <laughs> but yeah, that's a second dog. Uh, black dog uh, by the name of Jackie at anyhumanesociety.org. You got it. Lab retriever mix. That's it. I love um, her. She's so chill right now. Yeah. So, yeah, she, just gives a little time. She's just hanging. Yep, absolutely. She could use some kids running around in the backyard. Yeah. I do want to say if, if a, a neighbor friend of mine, a uh, dog ended up in their backyard, and they had, eventually had to take it to Humane Society. Uh-huh. This is like two days ago. I do. I should have said something on the radio, but yeah, if you live in the Miller area and you're missing a German Shepherd, it's at Humane <laughs> Society. Oh. <laughs> Never even thought about that. Because remember, we were talking before that some people don't think about going right. there and checking it out. Right. Oh. Go check it you out. Know. We get, yeah. And we I'd get... just be so, aren't they so relieved when they find that it's at the... So you may yeah. yeah, and no, they're safe, safe and not hit by a car mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. Absolutely. So we at. have a lot of good reunions. Good deal. All right, thank you, Pam. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll talk to thank you Thank you, Jackie. All right, bye, Jackie. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. I like that funky band in the background. Oh, yeah. yes. Sound. We need a house right band. There. Oh, wouldn't it be great to have a house band? That would actually be very nice. I mean, yeah, if you no. could just get up on stage in a smoky lounge, you got a band back there just... Oh, yeah, just do what we have there. this little thing. Do like a little spoken oh, yes. word. Here we go. Uh-huh. Welcome to the coffee house. Yeah. Well, we're going to get out of here. Go see Jackie at the Nebraska Humane Society. She needs a home. People. Yeah, you can do it by just going to the website, nehumanesociety.org. Yeah, absolutely. She's a good dog. Um, I love it when the, uh, what do you call it, Dog Gone Tuesdays? I love that. It's Ooh. a Dog Gone Tuesday up in here, y'all. Yes, it is. And the worms. So uh, they got over 100 dogs that need homes. Yeah. This is kind of a theme all over the country. That a it lot is. of the shelters are um, limited space. Because we know times are tight and people might turn their dog back in, which is kind of heartbroken but understandable. But if you're if you're looking for a dog, there's never been a better time to adopt. Absolutely, we're riding into the spring too, so it's going to be nice for these dogs to get out and play a little bit. I was trying to think. Uh, we're debating whether you get your kid, if you've got a young family, if you get a puppy or you get an older dog. And I thought, is there like a, a baked-in family lesson that you can teach your kids when you get an older dog? Because, like, when I was a kid, we had a couple had dogs that dogs. passed away, and that's how I learned about that. Yeah. It wasn't through no, a family member. It was a dog first, where mm-hmm. your parents oh, yeah. had to tell you that Fido is yeah. now in heaven chasing rabbits. Yeah. Rainbow Bridge. And we had a dog that um, was peeing on the carpet and was bad and when we were little kids, and my parents said so they had to return it. Oh. And we didn't notice for two weeks. Well, we didn't notice the... for two weeks. <laughs> and then one day they thought we were never going to say anything again. And my sister was like, where's where's Fido? Yeah. And we all started crying. They're like, don't even two crocodile tears. Later. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of a story. They're like, he ran away. We've always dealt with older dogs uh, growing up. And then puppies were the hardest for us. That's a lot of responsibility, but all right, we're gonna get out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a safe day, my friends, and do yourself good.
Show. Only on Channel 94.1.